Hey, you're listening to episode 225, and today I'm answering a bunch of your questions, so hold tight. Now, if you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. Now, earlier this month, I released my, I guess this would make it my third podcast um, called Love Rebel. It released with its first episode on January 7th. If you are looking to find love in everyday experiences, open up your heart, heal your emotions, and just be a kinder human being to yourself and others, you can head on over to your podcast player, search for Love Rebel. I'm excited to share this other side of my life with you. Uh, without further ado, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started with the show. Hey, we are jumping right into it with our first question coming from Jenny. Have you seen the recent movie, The Game Changers, promoting a vegan diet? It's very convincing. I think it's going to kill keto if it catches on. <laughs> I've never felt a vegan diet featuring lots of processed foods was entirely healthy, but that movie even got me enthused about cutting out animal products. They show blood and other testing on subjects who have dramatic improvements in blood pressure, strength, cholesterol, etc. when switching. Have you noted any changes in your blood markers for yourself on keto? Okay, Jenny, when Game Changers first came out, I recorded an IGTV episode on my Instagram. If you don't follow me at Healthful Pursuit on Instagram, I highly recommend it because anytime stuff like this comes up, I address it much quicker than I can on the podcast. Just because with the podcast, there's so much lead time and editing and blah, blah, blah. With IGTV, I can just jump on there with my phone and share my thoughts. And my thoughts have not changed. Actually, I'm more enraged now than I was before, but my thoughts have not changed. Any documentary, whether it supports a ketogenic diet or a vegan diet or jumping on your head five times before you get out of bed diet, I don't care what it is. Ultimately, you have to do what is right for you. And if you've never really wanted to do a vegan diet because you think vegan food is disgusting and you couldn't imagine yourself eating vegetables every day, it's probably not the right eating style for you. If the thought of eating chicken every day makes you sick and the thought of fish makes you barf and you can't even think about eating animal protein then maybe you're vegan for now. But as somebody who was vegan for eight years that was coming off of an eating disorder and still very much had an eating disorder throughout my vegan, ex vegan experience, I wasn't able to separate my fear of protein with my choice to be vegan. And for me, it was very much like I'm terrified to eat protein. It is a very unsafe food for me and my experience with an eating disorder. Therefore, I'll tell everyone I'm vegan so I don't have to deal with the fact that I'm actually terrified of eating this food. Now, as being in recovery for, I don't I don't like to count a long enough time to know that I don't really align myself with any eating style, even though I have a keto podcast and I really, really enjoy keto and I love educating you on keto. I don't align with any eating style. I eat what is best for me in the time. And that just happens to follow more of a ketogenic 
template. But if I start saying I'm keto, then all of a sudden I have this like stress and pressure to like perform as a keto human being. Whereas if I'm just like, I'm Leanne, I like things that taste good and make me feel good. Then I'll be more hardcore keto than ever. I just, I think when we start to label things, it gets really dangerous. Now, in the case of game changers, there's so much bunk science. Uh, and a couple of amazing human beings have put together some really great resources on this that there's no sense in recreating the wheel. Joe Rogan did an episode with Chris Kresser a while back on his podcast, um, the Joe Rogan Experience, I think it's called. Um, you can go there and listen to their, I think it's like two hours of breaking down game changers and why all the science was not actually science. So you can go ahead and do that. You really have to be, you know, note where these sources are coming from. You know, I am a human being that promotes a ketogenic diet. And it could be very easy for me to say all diets are bad diets. You want to follow keto and my diet is the best. And there are people out there like that. And unfortunately, there are producers and actors and famous people and influencers who have their priority is them. And so they're going to promote stuff that makes them money and makes them popular. And in the case of a lot of these different documentaries, you have to note the producers. Like if the producer owns a pea protein company and that company benefits from a vegan documentary, well, then, yeah, of course, they're going to create a vegan documentary so that pea protein products skyrocket and they make money, right? So you really have to ask yourself, who is behind this? Why am I making this change? And yeah, I've noticed amazing dramatic changes in my blood markers. If you go to YouTube and type in healthful pursuit keto blood work, you'll find a bunch of stuff that I've done on that in the past with all my hormones and adjustments that I made when I was first starting keto. It's been phenomenal. But I think at the end of the day, you have to go with your number one and your number one resource for whether or not an eating style works for you is you. So I hope that's helpful. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. Superfat is a certified keto and paleo line of macadamia and almond-based convenient on-the-go nut butter pouches with five different dairy-free flavors, including MCT probiotic protein nut butter, uses sunflower seed protein, which is a major win. No pea protein, yeah! And Nitro Coffee MCT. My favorite flavor is cacao coconut, lightly sweet, perfectly salted, and so chocolatey. With 22 grams of plant-based fats, 3 grams of net carbs, 2 grams of sugars with no added sugar, 5 grams of protein, 6 grams of fiber. I chow down on super fat when we're sailing, pack them in my trail bag, and on long flights for easy fat on the go. Each pouch contains about 50% more than other nut butter pouches with healthy Healthy plant-based fats found in super fat support sustained levels of energy, cognition, and mental clarity. Macadamia nuts are found in all flavors and are scientifically proven to help speed up fat metabolism. Plus, they taste so good. Use the code Leanne for 15% off when you go to superfat.com. Again, that's Leanne at superfat.com for 15% off your order. Enjoy! 
Carol says, hi, Leanne, in a recent podcast, you mentioned that you no longer support Vital Proteins Collagen for a few different reasons. I've been using this product for about a year now, and I'm curious as to what your reasons are for no longer supporting this brand. I'm not seeing huge results with it, so I'm interested in switching to something else. Please share your knowledge and opinions. Thank you. Carol, okay, so I realized very early on, actually before my blogging career, that it's very, very important that the products that I recommend are great products. And the minute that that product is no longer great, I tell you guys. Um, So I was partnered with Vital Proteins for a bunch of years. I would have to say from like, I think around 2015, 16-ish area, I feel like. And I was their first affiliate, um, sent a ton of business their way. Like this is when collagen was just growing. I sent hundreds of thousands of people over there. They bought their products. They love their products. They continued to buy. And then I started getting a lot of complaints from um, listeners of the podcast, um, readers of the blog. And people were saying, like, I'm not getting results. I don't like this. When I talked to the company, they hung up on me. When I sent messages, they were rude to me. And they started, Vital Protein started being rude to me to the point where they just dropped me as an affiliate. I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of clients. And it was a real shame because I take this stuff very seriously. And when a company doesn't treat me well and doesn't treat the people that I'm referring well, I cut it all out. So I've tried to remove vital proteins from every spot on my website. I take this stuff really seriously because the last thing I want is for you to get a product and then you're treated like garbage and you're like, well, Leanne told me to go to this product and it's they're jerks, right? That's not what I want. So any of the sponsors or products that I recommend, I work one-on-one usually with the founders of these companies to make sure that they are like solid people and they're solid businesses and they're built on the right values and we align on our values. That's why like some of my long-standing partners like Perfect Keto, I mean, they're such a solid crew of people and I've met so many people in the organization and I love what they're doing. And then it aligns and I have no problem sharing that with you and I don't even need to make money. I just want to help you. I want to give you the right resources and align you with the right people. So when you are not treated well from a product that I recommend, please tell me. And with Vital Proteins, it just got to the point where I started bringing stuff up. They weren't responsive to it. They just dropped me and cut everything off. And that's just really unfortunate. So I don't personally recommend them. Now, it's funny. Costco started selling Vital Proteins a while ago, and I ran out of collagen. Normally, I use Great Lakes collagen or a new one that I've just found, Fancy Formulas, that I really like. Now, if you go to fancyformulas.com slash KDP, you can use the coupon code KDP for 25% off your entire purchase. So there's that. But so I switched over to Vital Proteins again because money's been pretty tight and I just needed a collagen. And so I started supplementing with their collagen again. I got like two tubs in and like noticeably saw a change. Like I've been taking collagen for years, switched over to Great Lakes, using fancy formulas for a while. And then again, with the cost of things, I was like, whatever, I'll just go to Costco, get some Vital Proteins. I'm not going to promote this, but it's what I can afford. And it's like not working. So I don't even know why I made that choice. I was just, you know, when you're tight on money, but you want to like make the right choice for yourself. That was the wrong choice for myself. So that's why I don't promote vital proteins. It's nothing personal. If you want to use vital proteins, go for it. I just... I don't want to recommend something and then you not have a good experience. And if that's happened in the past, I'm really sorry. Please tell me about it. I can't be everywhere and know everything. But if enough people, 
you know, like Paleo Valley had an issue with their beef sticks a couple of years ago where all of them were rotting and molding and it was just such a nightmare. And I made a big deal about it. And I went out and I removed everything and I said, guys, wait, don't buy anything because it reflects poorly on me and I take it really, really seriously. So Carol, that's why I no longer recommend Vital Proteins. Okay, next question from Sarah. Hi, I'm wondering the best way to add in fat without avocado. I am horribly allergic to it, but every dairy-free keto supporter I've heard from promotes excessive avocado use. My family is keto, but very dairy-dependent. In the past, I've struggled with binge eating and restriction issues, doing better, but it's a process. Of course it is, Sarah. It is a process. I gained 30 pounds on keto, lost my period for a year. It's back now, trying to focus on not obsessing, but still want to lose weight. Intense anxiety, aggravation, PMS, hormones. Thank you. Okay, so being dairy dependent, as soon as I read the dairy dependent piece, I'm like, I wonder if she's having issues with PMS. Yeah, I would highly recommend if you can get as little dairy dependent as possible. I don't actually eat much avocado. It constipates me a lot, especially lately. And it's really hard to like keep fresh on a boat. So I don't eat a lot of avocado. I eat a lot of coconut oil, olive oil, tallow. That's what I cook with mostly. If you want to do ghee, that could be a good option for you. And then for, you know, cooking and stuff like that, you're just using those oils, nuts and seeds. You really don't need dairy and you don't need avocado. There are many, many avocado free keto recipes. In fact, I'm sure if you go to the Google machine and you type in avocado free keto recipes, somebody somewhere has created an entire roundup of recipes. Maybe it was me. I feel like I've done that before. But yeah, there are so many ways that you can not use avocado. Now, like guacamole is out, but like who likes guacamole anyway? I'm kidding. Isn't it the best? I will be constipated for a week if I eat a whole bowl, but sometimes I just do it. But yeah, I would say that if you're constantly focusing on losing weight on keto and that's like your focus, but you don't want to focus on it, you really got to step out of that. If you're wanting to move forward with that, you might want to shift your work to being more mindset related. Um, you can head on over to my website, leannevogel.com for some mindset shift activities and some free guides that you can follow along to help you make that shift a lot um, more peacefully. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. Low-carb snacks are super easy to make, but sometimes the effort plus finding all the ingredients is just too much work. We're talking the cookie types of snacks, brownie bites, blondie bites, the lunch-friendly variety that satisfy your sweet tooth, pack well no matter what you're up to, and keep you flying on high-fat goodness throughout the day. Now, Fat Snacks creates low-carb, keto-friendly baked goods that are packed with healthy fats and actually taste good. Like, for real. I've served them up to friends, and they had no idea that they were eating sugar-free, gluten-free treats. Now, Kevin loves their new Blondie Bites. I can't have too many because they contain dairy, but the consistency is absolutely perfect. You can find fat snacks at Whole Foods, Sprouts, The Vitamin Shop, Wegmans, and thousands of other retail locations in the cookie section, or get them online by going to fatsnacks.com KDP and use the code KDP for free shipping. Again, that's fat snacks. S-N-A-X dot com slash K-D-P and K-D-P for free shipping. Enjoy. Okay, last question from Riley. Hi, Leanne. Thanks for your website and great info. Question. I have a reaction to coconut products and can't use them. Have you found a good substitution for coconut flour? 
I can use almond milk for coconut milk, correct? Thank you so much for all that you do for us, Riley in Colorado. Colorado, I love it there. Okay, the thing with coconut flour is that it's like this rare beast that is so dry it is unlike any other flour I've ever worked with. Actually, that's a lie. Cricket flour, like actually made from crickets, reacts a lot like coconut flour does, but it's very expensive and it has a very earthy taste. So you can't really replace one to one. You have to like really bump up the flavors, but that's the only thing that I found that's remotely close to coconut flour. But the beautiful thing is like, if you can't have coconut flour, just find other recipes that don't use coconut flour. Please don't try to replace it because you're, you'll end up with horrible everything. Just look for almond flour recipes that would probably be your best bet or pecan flour or tiger nut flour or just like other types of flours as opposed to coconut flour. You can use almond milk in place of light coconut milk. Okay, full fat coconut milk and almond milk are not the same thing. If you can do dairy, full fat coconut milk is similar to like whole fat milk, even like whipping cream. Yeah, so... I hope that was helpful, everybody. Okay, Sunday, January 26, my friend Christina Kerp is taking over episode 226, chatting with us about becoming the leading expert in you. And then episode 227, I am answering more of your questions. We are going to be covering uh, how to incorporate root vegetables on your ketogenic diet, whether you can or not. We're chatting about CBD oil specifically for humans and pets and ketone levels. So watch for that and I will see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 